Sometimes in life, skepticism can serve you well. It can save you money, keep you from wasting a day at a timeshare presentation, and help you avoid spreading gossip. To be honest, when I am faced with a new scenario, I usually tend to be a skeptic until something proves me wrong. And if you're like me, you can probably spot a too-good-to-be-true health hack from a mile away and read labels like it's your job. That's where ritual comes in. They know that every good skeptic deserves a multivitamin that exceeds your standards. Their clinically backed Essential for Women 18 Plus multivitamin has high quality, traceable key ingredients in clean bioavailable forms. Take two delayed release capsules per day that optimize your body's absorption and you'll get nine key nutrients. Rituals Essential for Women is USP verified, so you know you can trust what you're putting in your body. Only about 1% of supplement brands on the market have the USP verified mark, which shows the product contains the ingredients actually listed on the label. On top of that, Ritual multivitamins are vegan, non-GMO project verified, gluten and major allergen free, certified B Corp and made traceable. I take my vitamins every morning with breakfast. It's part of my daily ritual and I feel so good doing it. No more shady business. Rituals Essential for Women 18 Plus is a multivitamin you can actually trust. Get 25% off your first month at ritual.com slash yoga girl. Start Ritual or add Essential for Women 18 Plus to your subscription today. That's ritual.com slash yoga girl for 25% off. Welcome, 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 my loves. It's time for a brand new episode of the Yoga Girl podcast, Conversations from the Heart. I uh, just sat down. <laughs> I I truly just sat down for, for the first time <laughs> all, all day. I just sat down for the first time this entire day. I have a cup of ginger tea. I have a candle lit. I have a moment of silence. Uh, it's uh, it's it's been a really wild and crazy, crazy day. It's been one of those days where one thing after the next just sort of unfolds, and and then you look back and you're like, what what are the planets doing right now? Mercury is still in retrograde, but like aside from that, th- there must be more because this day is just <laughs> it's just so 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 crazy. So I'm speaking to you from Isolation Station. <laughs> we are officially in quarantine over here. We are isolating. I still am not entirely clear how long we will be isolating. We're still kind of um, figuring out what's going on. But yes, it's official. Uh, COVID has entered the chat, <laughs> which is kind of feels like kind of a a big deal that it took two whole years for us or any of us in the family to have an experience with COVID. We haven't been sick throughout this entire pandemic. And it's gotten to the point of, of us feeling like, you know, like we're just some sort of superhuman superhero. I, I, I don't know. We, we talk about it all the time, especially since arriving in Sweden and everyone we know is getting it everywhere. It's just, it's literally just everywhere. And we just continue to not get it. And we have been in contact with people who have tested positive. We've been in contact with people who got super, super, super sick. Uh, Everything from my direct family, right around Christmas time, Dennis's whole family came to stay for a week. And, you know, like we've hung out with our family the way you hang out with family and been close and shared, you know, everything together for a whole week. 
And then the day after they came back home, when the day after they, they, they left, the whole entire family tests positive. And we're like, oh my God, okay, well, we spent the week with them. Yeah, obviously, <laughs> they got it in Sweden. They got it when they were here. So like, okay, it's, it's gonna come. Nothing happened, like nothing. And we've had so many experiences like that, where it's just, it's just, we've been in such close contact with someone who then immediately after being with us got really sick and we're just waiting for it to come and it doesn't come. So we even made a joke. I feel like we jinxed it. <laughs> like It was like a couple days ago, we made this joke. Like we're just, we're going to be those freak people who like sail through the whole pandemic and never got it. You know, what is going on? And then of course, today, today's D-Day, today's C-Day. So uh, <laughs> the story, the story of this day. Okay. So I, we live, you know, we live like 45 minutes. It's 45 minutes on a very good day with no traffic from where we are in the woods to get to Stockholm. Like on a bad day, or if you want to go right, you know, kind of when everyone's getting to work in the morning, you want to leave like an hour and a half before you're going to where you're going. So I really make an effort. I, I make a point of not having, I, I, if I ever have to go to Stockholm for anything, because I don't, I don't like to drive. I don't like, I don't like to leave our little slice of paradise here by the lake. I really don't. And, um, but of course, Stockholm is where everything is at. So I try to group everything together. Anything that comes up that has to happen in Stockholm, any interviews or any important meetings or things for work or all of that combined with friend stuff or personal appointments, like everything happens like that in Stockholm. So I have one day and it's usually it's, it's been so far like one day every three weeks or so where I'm like, I have a Stockholm day and having a Stockholm day <laughs> means that I have to get out of my yoga pants. <laughs> I, if you only knew, <laughs> oh my God, wait, if you only knew what I, what I look like, I mean, we live in the forest. I don't see anybody for anything. I have no reason to see anybody for anything. I, I'm just, I live in yoga pants and oftentimes I have yoga pants and then I have sweatpants over my yoga pants because I'm cold. And then I have these really like furry kind of like fuzzy knitted socks that I wear over my regular socks because I'm cold. And then on top of that, I have these big big knitted sweaters. Like that's, I just look like a Yeti all day. I don't wash my hair a lot. <laughs> I don't take that many showers. <laughs> I mean, this is like how 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 we live. You know, it's we're in the country. Like this, I don't I don't need to get ready for anything. So when I have a Stockholm day, it's like, oh, it's like a thing, right? I have to get out of my yoga pants slash sweatpants slash knitted sweater like combo. I put makeup on, I wash my hair. It's like a whole, it's, it's, it's a thing. Like it really feels like, a, like, a, like a trek, like I'm doing a, a spiritual journey to get to the big city, kind of. And I dread it a little bit, but I'm also excited about it a little bit because it's also nice to do something. It's nice to be on my own. It's nice to do something alone. It's, it feels good to feel pretty sometimes. Like it feels good to put on makeup. Like I, I enjoy it once I'm there, but I kind of dread it getting to it. So I had a Stockholm day today, which means I had like seven or eight appointments in Stockholm for a variety of things. And it was work and interviews and personal stuff. And <laughs> last night, I don't know why, but I just decided I, I'm going to shave my legs. And, and, and I say this because there's a part, 
it kind of attaches to this story, but maybe you're like a regular human being and you shave your legs once in a while or once a week or whatever, you know, people shave, shave. I haven't shaved my legs since November. <laughs> okay. And I'm not one of those blonde people who have blonde, like chill, casual hair growth on their legs. I have really thick, like fur-like, coarse, like like thick, like really intense, like aggressive <laughs> hair growth from, and it doesn't even start at my ankles, like it starts at, at my toes, like it starts at my big toe, all the way up to the to my waist. I mean, that's that's me. And I go through these cycles of not wanting to shave my legs. I don't want to wax. I don't want to do all that thing. I just want to be natural and tap into my primal self and just be the way I am. And then I just let it all go and I and I feel really good about it. But then I always get to a point where I don't feel good about it anymore. And it's usually aligned with there's like a party happening on the beach. And I know there's going to be a bunch of people there that are going to judge me. And I feel prejudged in their presence. And I just know I'm not going to be comfortable in my bathing suit as my furry self, right? So inevitably, I end up like shaving. I I always end up, I I go through these cycles. If you follow me online, I usually talk about it pretty publicly. Like you have all, most of you seen my very, very hairy legs many times. But anyway, I haven't shaved since November. And I've also been not in the sun. (laughs) So... I don't think my legs have ever been this. I mean, it's it's the thing. It's the thing. Like it's it's the thing. Dennis is making many, many. I mean, he loves me the way I am, but he's ma- making many jokes. So for some reason, last night I just decided, like, okay, I have a Stockholm day. Like I just want to feel like proper. You know, I just want to like, yeah, like why not? I'm washing my hair. I might as well shave my legs. Okay, so I go in there into the shower, not understanding the commitment of what like the endeavor I'm like embarking on. I only had one razor (laughs) with one of those little attachments on the end. And I'm like shaving and I'm shaving and I'm shaving and I'm going over the same spot like five, six, seven times. Nothing's happening. (laughs) Like I had so much hair. Like it wasn't even hair. It was fur. I have so much hair growth. It, it took like 20 runs for each little strip of leg for any hair to even like come off. Like it was, holy shit. I was in the shower for like two hours and I came out sweating. Like I was so, I was, so, it was like a whole, it was a whole thing. And then Dennis was like, well, why did you shave? I'm like, are you not happy I shaved? He's like, yeah. I mean, it, it's like, I can see that I can see your skin now. <laughs> That's nice. <laughs> Like, why did you do that? I'm like, I don't know. I just, I just feel like I need to be proper. I need to be an adult. I'm, I'm going to Stockholm tomorrow. Like, I, it was just like an inner feeling. Anyway, so for whatever reason, I had like a lot of buildup around this trip to Stockholm, and part of that also was that I was driving on my own for the first time since we got to Sweden. We've only had one car. It's a borrowed car, and then so anytime I've had something to do, if Dennis has had something else we've had like a conflict so it's been a bit of a challenge over these two months to to get places because we only have one car and our other car I mean our main car the only car we actually have or own is on our container traveling from Aruba to Sweden and it went from a it, it hung out in Aruba for four weeks without moving and then it went to Kingston Jamaica 
for a little while and just hung out there. And then I went all the way down south past Aruba and went to Cartagena de Indias in Colombia, where it's currently hanging out. So I, I've kind of, we're almost getting into that place of like, we might not see this container again. Like we don't, we don't know <laughs> if or when it's ever going to turn up, but that's where our car is anyway. So I borrowed my grandpa's car <laughs> because I knew I had these things to do and I had to go to Stockholm and, and I had to go really, really early in the morning because I had a radio interview for a radio show. And uh, I, I, I knew like, I don't want Leia and Dennis to wake up with me at six. Like I need my own car. So I borrowed my grandpa's car, bless his heart. He's so sweet. And it was me driving for the first time. And I don't love driving. I don't love driving on the highway. And I also like may or may not have an expired <laughs> driver's license. I don't know if I should be saying that publicly, but um, I'm in this really weird gray zone where I have been for a, for a little while where because I'm not registered in Sweden, like Sweden has not accepted me as a, as a citizen, as a resident. They like Sweden deregistered, Sweden kicked me out like a couple of years ago, which no one's ever heard of. Like I've spoken to lawyers and tax attorneys and like a bunch of people who work with these kinds of things and who work with people who live abroad. They've, no one has ever heard of someone being kicked out. Like Sweden told me, we don't want your taxes. <laughs> We don't want your money, which is super weird. But once that happened, my 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 whole identity was basically erased, Sweden wise. So my license expired, and I was like, "That's fine. I'll just renew that next time." In, I'm in Sweden, no problem. So next time I went to Sweden, and then the pandemic happened, right? So I didn't go to Sweden, but I'm like, it's fine because it's the pandemic. Everyone like everyone's very understanding. Like I'm sure that's fine. And then finally, I got to Sweden this summer. And I'm like, okay, I ha like basically haven't had a driver's license now for two, two and a half years or something. Um, go to renew my license. And they're like, you're not, you're not eligible to renew your license because you don't count as a Swedish person anymore. So your person's, like your social security number is invalid. You can't, you can't renew. You have to go and get a license in your country of current residency. And I'm like, well, fuck, okay. And I go back to Aruba and I'm like, okay, hi, can I have a license? <laughs> Please. And they're like, oh, okay, yeah. Can we see your current valid driver's license? And I'm like, uh, no, <laughs> I, I have this, I have this invalid <laughs> expired license. And they're like, no, you can't, you can't get a license without a valid license from your country of origin. And I'm like, well, this is a fucking <laughs> catch 22 if I've ever seen one. Like I was just completely stuck. Like I, 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 I couldn't renew it in Sweden and I also couldn't get an Aruban one. So Anyway, I've just been kind of waiting for Sweden to accept me as a resident so that my social security number kicks in so that I like <laughs> belong again and then I'm going to renew my license. But I haven't done that. So hopefully no one's listening to this show. Why am I telling the story that I basically did something very bad? I'm sorry. I won't do it again. I hate driving. I won't do <laughs> Please, no one listen to this show. <laughs> 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Anyway, there was a lot of signs, like I'm looking at it now, like I was not supposed to, to embark on this soul-searching journey of going to the capital. So anyway, this morning, I wake up at six, and one of my best friends, Michaela, oh shit, just kicked the recorder. Oh God. Please don't break. I only have one. That's also bad. This podcast is my entire livelihood. I only have one recorder. <laughs> So yeah, I wake up at six. My friend Michaela is here. She's been here for a couple of days, like three days spent with us. We spend a lot of time together. And when we hang out, we really hang out. So she's been here for three, three days. And she was driving with me to Stockholm to go back home because that's where she lives. So I get up at six. I do the whole thing. I put on my makeup. I put on my jeans. I put on my good boots. <laughs> I put on my slightly less casual knitted sweater because I mean... I'm going to Stockholm, but I still live in the country and I don't want to wear anything else. And get in the car with some tea and like, okay, like, let's go. So <laughs> driving to Stockholm, it takes a while. There's some traffic, but I, I feel like, and I'm kind of constantly nervous that I'm going to get pulled over because I'm, I, that would be bad. Right. But then we get, we get, we get there. I made like almost a wrong turn. It was just kind of like a stressful moment, but I get there and I get there fucking right on time. I was nervous I wouldn't find parking. I don't know why I was so nervous about this trip, by the way. Like I, I Stockholm is my hometown. Like I, I don't know. It's just traffic and cars all of a sudden. For I don't know if anyone has, has had that experience, but when you haven't driven for a very long time, all of a sudden, like like the highway just gets a little sketchy. I don't know. That's how I feel. So get there and I get to this, to the exact address of where I'm going. And magically, there is a parking spot right in front of the studio. So I just, I just felt like, holy shit, this is so amazing. And I'm right on time. And we pull in <laughs> as I park the car. Like I literally put <laughs> the car in park and then Dennis calls. I'm like, why is Dennis calling? He knows in 10 minutes I have a radio show. Why is he calling? <laughs> and he's so sick. He calls me. He's so sick. I mean, you can just like, I can't, I, I mean, his voice is so thick. It's like he can barely articulate, he can barely speak, right? He's so ill. He's shivering. He has a fever, a super high fever. He's cold. He's sweating, but he's freezing. He has a headache that's so bad that he can barely like speak his own name. Like he's so sick and he's coughing, 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 coughing. And I'm like, what, what the fuck is this? Like, what? <laughs> How are you? all of a sudden, like, wait, where's Leia? He's like, yeah, she's here. <laughs> I'm like, well, like, wait, wait, wait. Okay, shit. What does that mean? Like, we, we live in pandemic times, right? If you live at home with someone who's suddenly sick, it's not like I can like go like that doesn't I can't just show up at this radio interview. This is all like what? And then I remembered like, fuck, we have these home tests, these antigen tests that I got. And I can't remember why I got them. I got I got a couple um, just I don't know if it was over Christmas, we had guests. I was thinking like, what if someone 
needs one. I, I don't know to prove that when they were traveling or something. We, I just had a few. I've never used a home test. Dennis has never used one. We've never tested ever. In Aruba, they don't have home tests. It's like you go to the hospital to get tested if you get sick. Like that's what it's been. And then it's always the PCR, which is, I guess, the more reliable one. So anyway, <laughs> he's testing. And my friend Michaela, she's she lives in Sweden. She's very well versed in the world of like being very careful around COVID. She has like family members and her reasons why she's just always very, very, very careful. So she does a lot of home tests and stuff. So she's like, okay, I'll talk you through it. Like probably you don't have it. Like probably you don't, you know, because like she's like, I've done like 400 of these over the past couple of years. I haven't tested positive once. And there's a lot of like, even if you if you would have it, there's a lot of false negatives. Like you never really know, you know. But then so she guides him through it, how to do it. And then she explains you're supposed to like drip your liquid, like your saliva mixed with some liquid on a little thing. And then the first thing that happens is supposed to be that you get the control, like you get this like checkbox that you did the test correctly. And then you have to wait 10 to 15 minutes and it's going to tell you it's negative. But if you're positive, what happens is usually you get the positive sign first and then the correct thing. So she's just, it's like a pregnancy test. Like, you know, <laughs> anyone who's ever taken a pregnancy test and freaked out about it. Like if you're very pregnant, like you have a lot of that hormone that I'm planking on now, the HC3, what the fuck is it called? Like if you're, if you have a lot of that, the pregnancy test lights up right away. If you're like very early in your pregnancy, it might be very faint. You might have to wait a little longer. You know, like this, these tests kind of work the same. So he drips this thing in and this fucking thing lights up like a Christmas tree. It's like immediate. Like, I don't know, it was 15 seconds and you start seeing that like positive line. <laughs> and now he's done two tests. Like he, he's, he has COVID anyway. And I'm sitting there about to begin my very busy day in downtown Stockholm. And both me and Michaela, it's like, we've spent so much time together. We basically, like all our months in Sweden last year, we were basically living together. We have all, she has also avoided COVID all this time. And we've spoken about that so much. Like, why don't we have it? And then she was like, well, of course, I'm going to fucking get it now that you're back. Like, of course, we're going to get it together. Like, okay, here we go. Like, Dennis has it. We've spent three days, night and day together. Michaela and I were in the sauna yesterday, sweating for an hour, like rubbing shoulders, like, like cuddling on the couch. Like we like if Dennis has it, like we all fucking have it, like for sure. Like there's no way that we don't have it. So anyway, I realized, OK, I can't go to this. Obviously, I can't like we can't leave the car like we're in the, <laughs> we're in the car. I don't know. And maybe I mean, I know a lot of people have cycled through COVID a lot. I don't know. I feel like people are getting more relaxed about getting it. The new variant for most, for a lot of people seems much milder. There's definitely a different energy in the air now around getting COVID versus a year ago, which I really appreciate. Less doomsday and are we going to die and more like, yeah, this is a cold or a bad flu, right? It's fine. At least that's the energy here. So she goes, okay, well, I have some home tests and I have some really good ones, like from the clinic. I have the proper ones, like not the shitty ones you get at the pharmacy. Like, let's go to my house and just drive there and like order some delivery, like some food because we didn't eat and, um, and just relax, take a breath and we test there. So <laughs> I call, I cancel the interview, I cancel all my meetings, I cancel all the shit that I have for the whole entire day. We go to her house 
And um, Dennis like convinces me like he's it's bad, but like yeah, he was he wasn't like you have to like haul ass here because I'm gonna die. And I also know he's Dennis, <laughs> so <laughs> if he gets like a half degree fever on a normal day, he's on the floor crying. I mean, he even <laughs> he has this song. Wait, it's a Queen song. Uh, is it Bohemian Rhapsody? Yes, it is. Okay, yeah, yeah. He he has two songs. He has two songs that he plays exclusively when he's sick, and he will play them on repeat. And I guess those are the two songs that like really put him in his feels. Like he gets into it in his feelings with these songs because he feels so vulnerable and so little and so sad. Like he gets so man ill. Like you all know that that feeling. So I'm also like listening to him explain his symptoms and I'm, I'm taking it with a grain of salt. I'm like, okay, well, you know, he normally exaggerates everything that he has going on. So and when he says like he's fine with Leia, I really trust it, right? So we go to Michaela's house. <laughs> we do these like clinic tests that she has. We both test. They're both negative for both of us. And we feel great. Like this, I have to just say. Like she feels great. I feel great. Leia feels great. No one else has any symptom. It's just Dennis. And Dennis is like, it's 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 pretty bad, right? So we just, okay, we have a coffee and we eat and we're like, we're negative. Okay, like, let's just plan this out. I guess we wait a day or two and we see if we get sick. And Michaela's like, okay, if I test positive, but I'm but I'm okay, I'll just come drive over to your house and we'll all like isolate together, I guess, because it's more fun that way. So we're like, okay, this is going to be fine. <laughs> and this is just, I don't know, it, I feel like it is a big deal when you get it in your family for the first time. And for us, this was just like, it, it, it all feels like a big, like a big thing. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. So anyway, I drive home. <laughs> and I drive home. Several things happen as I get home. <laughs> Several things happen as I get home. The first thing that happens is I... I park the car, okay, and I've been gone, I don't know how many hours. I've been gone, I mean, it's like, an, it was an hour there, an hour back. I've been gone like five hours, maybe four, four hours, maybe, I think, four, yeah, not that long. It's like I've been gone for four hours, let's say. <laughs> so I would assume that that everything is sort of the way I left it, kind of, right? Um, I parked the car in front of the house, and the first thing that I notice is there is a poop apocalypse <laughs> there's a poop apocalypse happening like in in our front yard in our in front of our house so yesterday because we were all feeling Dennis was feeling good yesterday we took a long walk and I forced him I'm like on this walk like we're both bringing our own roll of doggy poop bags because we have to like hunt for poop all the snow melted. I am, I'm like really serious. We cannot have any poop lying around here. It's like, it's, it's going to be so gross in the spring. Like, let's just take advantage of the fact that the snow melted and we like, we do this because you have to like go out into the woods. Like there's a lot of space here and a lot of 
property and it was just, we ha- yeah, it's been snowing, so we haven't been able to see it. So anyway, we did like 20 bags of poops worth <laughs> of picking up yesterday. <laughs> and because we don't have our trash, like our big like trash that the trash truck comes and picks up, it's not at our house, but it's like at the main road, which is a trek. It's like, it's on your way out of the property. It's far. So we generally take our trash with us when we leave the house, like when we leave the property, not like we, we, we wouldn't walk over there to, to drop the trash, right? So I very carefully took these like 25 bags of poop. <laughs> it's a lot of fucking poop. Okay. And we have three dogs. I mean, it's a lot. It's a lot. And it's like big poops, <laughs> heavy bags. <laughs> and I put them in a little pile on a little rock thinking that tomorrow... Like, I should say that tomorrow on my way to Stockholm, I'll I'll take them and throw them in, in the trash. But what I was thinking is that Dennis will do it tomorrow <laughs> because that's that's me. And apparently when I have been away, there has been some sort of animal. I, I, I cannot for the life of me think of what kind of animal would do this. Some sort of animal has dug through the poop pile the same way like a raccoon would dig through trash. So every single one of these doggy bag poop bags has been torn open and there's just shit <laughs> everywhere. But yesterday was cold. Today it's warm. So it's not like frozen poop like I picked yesterday. It's wet, warm. <laughs> I'm so sorry for being this graphic. And it's fucking everywhere and I don't know I don't know what kind of animals would do this but it's it's so disgusting and I'm like okay I have to deal with that but like let's get inside and make sure Leia and Dennis are okay it was just like I'll I'll leave a poop 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 apocalypse poop popalypse (laughs) I'll leave it for later so grab my stuff and then we did this food delivery and I got Dennis an avocado toast because I figured like he might appreciate that because he's really ill and maybe he wants something nice, right? I grabbed this bag and somehow the whole box of the avocado toast falls upside down right into the into the car, like into the in-between space of the car. You know, the one area of the car that you really don't want to drop something gooey like avocado all over and I'm like fuck okay there's poop over here there's avocado over here I I have a child and a sick husband in there like I gotta get inside so like I leave everything I open the door (laughs) to our house and I left a pretty clean house like it wasn't spotless but it was it was clean it was it was like it was our normal home right so there's a beeping it's the first thing I noticed there's all first of all all three dogs are sitting by the door waiting for me which they don't do they, they like the we have two girls that are like almost 14 they're they're not bothered they're at the door because they haven't peed they haven't been out they haven't pooped <laughs> and they are about to like pee themselves so i just open the door and they just rush me they don't even greet me they just go outside because they all had to go so bad there's a beeping sound that i hear already like at the door i'm like oh that's the fridge or the freezer is is open okay <laughs> wonder how long that's been beeping (laughs) okay I come inside it's like it's like I don't know 11 or noon or whatever Leia's in her PJs (laughs) the fridge is open I I, it was warm it's been open for hours the fridge is just open and it's beeping there the mess (laughs) the mess of this house is like the let me explain the mess the mess is a four-year-old left alone unattended 
also trying very responsibly to make herself both breakfast and lunch. <laughs> okay, that's that's the mess, right? So all the dishes, ev- like all of our plates, cups, glasses, everything is not on the shelves anymore because every time she's wanted like a sip of water, she's taken a new dish out of the cupboard. She has made herself chocolate milk using like cacao and and, and some sort of I don't, I don't really know what was in there. I think she tried to use like maple syrup, but we don't have any. So I I don't know. <laughs> I hope it's maybe it's like a baking syrup. It's something sticky and sweet, but I, I don't know what it is. <laughs> and some almond milk. And she's made these like lumpy and then she spilled it and she's she's cleaned it like in her view. Like she's she is really She's she's such a good girl. Like she's really responsible. Like I can tell, like I can kind of follow her track of just being alone, unattended all ha- this whole half day at home. She's spilled stuff and then she's she's cleaned it up her way, but it's it's a it's the way a 4-year-old cleans. Um she's made herself a sandwich. She's eaten an entire jar of pickles. <laughs> and because she knows she's not allowed to use the very sharp cheese knife that we use for, for the vegan cheese she has like carved into the cheese with a spoon i mean she's super resourceful like you gotta give it to her um she's taken all of her arts and crap stuff out of her room and there's just like a station over there for drawing luckily there's no glitter anyway oh my god thank the thank god like no glitter but there's like her pencils over here and then she has like string and scissors over there and tape over there there's octonauts playing on some computer, like left behind over there, like in the corner. <laughs> it's just like the house is just upside down. Oh, and she ate an entire carton, like one of those big cartons, like a liter of yogurt. Yeah. She's eaten fruit. She's tried to peel an orange that she's abandoned. Like she's just like, it's insane. It's just fucking chaos, right? It's chaos, chaos, chaos. And and she's like, hi, mama. Like, everything's totally fine. Papa's sick. I'm like, yeah, yeah, I heard. Are you okay? <laughs> yeah, I'm okay. I And she explains, like, her day. And she explains that she made a sandwich. But I didn't touch the sharp knife. And I did this. And then I did that. And then I made myself the chocolate. <laughs> I wanted to make hot chocolate, but I made it cold instead. Because I know I'm not allowed to use the stove. And, you know, I didn't light any candles. I'm like, okay, well, that's good. <laughs> oh, my God. It's just so, it's just, it's just madness, right? So I go look at Dennis or I go, he's in the, in the bedroom and he was awake when I came or he kind of woke up when I came in and like he was delirious. Yeah. And not fever delirious, but, but just, I think it was headache delirious. I don't know. He's trying to explain like it's the worst headache he's ever had in his own, in his entire life. And his head was hurting so bad. He's been throwing up all morning, just throwing up, not because he ate something weird, but because the pain is so overwhelming. And he's just pale and he's just, you know, slick with sweat and just, he's just, oh my God. He's like, ibuprofen, ibuprofen, please, ibuprofen. Oh yeah. Like he he didn't, he didn't, he didn't, he's, he doesn't know where anything is. Like we have ibuprofen in the house and I, he was too sick to ask where it was and I or, or to go get it. Like, I, I don't know. So anyway, normally, like for a fever, for a regular, like that's the, that's how we treat stuff around the house is a fever is your body's natural response to dealing 
with something in the body. So if you have a viral infection, your body heats up to get rid of the virus, to kill off the virus, right? So the fever is actually a sign that your body's working. It's doing something good for you. Now, you don't want to have a fever that's scary high, right? You don't want to leave a young kid with a super high fever for a long time. Of course not. But for me, like the rule of thumb, and this is my parenting, like you do you your way, like all good. But my rule of thumb is like below 40 degrees for Leia. Like I don't give her, I don't give her stuff, right? If she gets up to like 41, like she gets this and it's not coming down and she's not cooling off, then uh, I would give her something. Um, for myself, if I have like pain to the point of not being able to sleep, like not being able to rest, then I, I would take something. Like if I have a crazy head, which never really happens. I was really sick back in, I think it was October when we got to Aruba. I had five days or something of the most bizarre, insane headache I've ever had. I was convinced. I had COVID convinced. I did three tests. I did the PCR test. They were all negative. I still don't know. Maybe I had it then. Like I really don't know. But then the headache was so bad I couldn't function, right? Then I was on ibuprofen. But on a regular for a regular cold, for regular stuff, like I, I avoid it as much as I as I can. But anyway, he's dying from this headache. And I'm like, okay, well, like, yes, like, let me, let me, let me get you the ibuprofen. And I try to give him something to eat, like some crackers or something, because I'm just nervous about his stomach. He takes an ibuprofen and falls asleep, like hasn't really been able to sleep. And he's just, he falls asleep. And he, the man has been, the man has been dead asleep since then. I mean, we're talking like 10 hours later now. He's just knocked out, which is great. And every 30 minutes I've been in to check on him. His, he didn't really have fever. He felt feverish, but he was like at a 38, which is what, like a, what is that? Like a 99, maybe like Fahrenheit. Like it's like barely 99.5, maybe. I don't know. Like not even barely really a fever. Like he, he didn't have that. But every 30 minutes I've been checking on him just to make sure that he's alive and breathing, right? And the thing about our house is, so Leia's room, for her to get to her room, she has to walk through our bedroom. So, and I, and he couldn't deal with any light, like he had such a crazy headache. So I'm closing up all the blinds and turning all the lights off and just making like a little cocoon for him in there. Um, but that means that Leia can't access her room. And it's just really hard. Like it means like, you know, I just didn't know how to do this logistically. Like I had to really think about it. Am I... Am I going to dive in and like, just like go give him a couple of really wet French kisses right now? It's just so I get it too, so that we get this shit over with, you know, like would love to have that immunity would be great. Like, let's go like, you know, it, it kind of ha everyone has that feeling of like, once you have it, like, can we can we all relax even more? You know, you don't know. But instead of thinking about it, right, like, let's just go. But then I also don't want to get that sick at the same time as him. So my line of thinking is if I can delay me getting sick by like a couple of days, that would be great because then maybe he will be feeling better when I get sick. And then we don't have both of us out of commission if that's going to happen. I don't even know. But that was my line of thinking anyway. So I ask him, you know, like, would it be okay if I set up the guest house? Like, how would you feel about that? Like, I don't want to like shun you from the house or anything, but maybe I should set up the guest house for you so that you have privacy and silence and then Leia can get to her room. And it's like, it's going to be hard if this is going to be a long thing. I don't know, but to like ride that out. Yeah. With, with him not having any peace and quiet also, you know, and he's like, yes, yes. Can you make the bed? And I'm like, yeah. Okay. So I go, go to the guest house. I make the bed turn the heating on because it's kind of cold out there 
And I set him up with like a bowl of tangerines, five different kinds of liquids. <laughs> like there's water, sparkling water, organic orange juice, ginger tea, kombucha, uh, coconut water, like all the liquids that we have in the house. <laughs> I just put out there so he has all the liquids. And I set it up and then I'm like, okay, it's ready. And he's the man is physically incapable of getting to the guest house. Like that's how sick he was today. Physically not able to get to get to the guest house. And the guest house, it's not like a walk. It's we're talking it's five meters from our front door. Like it's it's like walking to another room, basically. It's right there. He couldn't do, you know. So I'm like, shit. Okay, like it's really, really, really bad. Um, so I just closed the door and I'm like, Leah, we're going to be really quiet now. <laughs> you know, we're going to let Papa rest as much as he can. Like, we're going to try to let him stay asleep for as long as he can sleep, you know, because that's the body's best defense is to rest. And, you know, we're going to clean now. <laughs> so I get this feeling, okay, he has COVID. I'm, I'm going to have COVID. Maybe I have it already. And I just, I'm not symptomatic yet. Like, it, it's it's coming it's here so my <laughs> my brain goes i have to get this house ready for 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 it being bad maybe it's not gonna be right at all but he's really 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 sick you know <laughs> like really sick and like i just feel like i i need to do everything i can do now while i'm feeling good right so <laughs> i you know obviously like walk the dogs <laughs> feed the dogs, feed the child. I clean the entire house. You know, I organized the fridge. Like I, em- I did one of those clean outs where like, you're not only cleaning the kitchen and cleaning the areas, but like I vacuumed and mopped the floors. I aired out the whole house. I took everything out of the fridge and threw old food away and like put everything back in a really organized way. I did all the laundry. Okay, I'm still doing the laundry. We have had a lot of laundry. I folded all the freaking laundry, like all all of it. I the the le- my least favorite thing to do in the entire world is to fold. Okay, wait. Getting gas, that's the worst. That there's nothing worse. Getting gas, number 1. Throwing out the trash. <laughs> Obviously, I already mentioned that. Um it's like up there with getting gas. I I despise those two chores equal an equal amount um folding laundry like that one i i hate it i really do i i I really don't like it i will leave it till the last moment like literally this this morning oh no yesterday morning leia's like mama i don't have any underwear i'm like what 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 yes you do like she has so what do you mean no i don't have any underwear i'm like yes you do and i go inside and like that whole drawer is empty she's like i don't have any socks either i'm like shit All of our clothes are just like lying clean in in our blue Ikea bags because that's how Swedish we are now. Unfolded because I hate folding laundry. Anyway, I do everything. I like vacuum, like I get the whole house spotless and super, super clean. Um, I order groceries online because they do these delivery. You can choose like delivery or like a drive-by pickup. I order groceries to be delivered, which I've never done before. I'm really excited to see how that works out. I'm, I'm wondering when you order like apples and tomatoes, like how do you know you don't get shitty ones? I mean, I'm really curious to find out. I'm really picky about, like I have a thing for, I mean, I have a thing against overripe fruit. So like fruit and vegetables that regular people think is perfectly ripe to me is always overripe. Like give me like, you know, like a really red tomato that's almost getting wrinkly. Oh, like I, I, oh. <laughs> I hate, it's oh. <laughs> That's the worst. Ugh. Or the worst is like an overripe strawberry. Ugh. Ugh. 
I kind of, <laughs> I, I literally got goosebumps, like bad goosebumps <laughs> thinking about an overripe strawberry. I have a thing. I have really a thing. So I want all my fruits and stuff to be a little bit underripe. Like I want a really hard, firm pear. Like don't give me a soft pear. Like no, I want it like, yeah, I prefer it like that. So anyway, I'm just wondering if my veggies are going to come like bad or not or how that works. I'll, I'll keep you posted on this very important stuff that's happening. <laughs> so I did that. I realized we're almost out of dog food. I don't know if we, when we will be able to go places. So I get my brother to like drop off dog food for me. And then I make us lunch and I start like, oh yeah, I had to go through the fridge because we had a lot of like veggies that could be going bad. So I decided to make just the world's largest pot of soup, like a really, really good vegetable soup with just a variety of all the veggies that we have. Um, and I have one of those, uh, what do you call it? It's like one of those Dutch ovens, you know, from Le Creuset, one of those like really big ones. And I mean, I don't even know how many gallons that is, but we have gallons of soup now. Anyway, I start baking bread. <laughs> like I'm going all in for everything. And obviously I'm drinking all the tea, drinking all the water, taking all the supplements. Like I'm, I'm like taking everything that I can and just kind of upping it a little bit, feeling like I'm, I'm readying myself for this, you know, and all the while constantly like feeling like, am I, is, is my throat a little sore? Like, <clears throat> how do, do I feel something? Wait, wait, was that a, was that a headache? Was that, mm -mm, but, but nothing, nothing. Like there's nothing. Like I have psychosomatic symptoms. Like there's nothing, there's nothing wrong with me. I have zero symptoms. It's now like 10 PM all days pass. Like I am not sick at all. Leia's totally fine. Dennis is, is, is so, 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 so sick. And somehow in the middle of all of that, I like managed to record an episode of Yoga Girl Daily, like with Leia watching Octonauts on Netflix. It's just, and then at the end of it all, like I'm sitting here and I'm like, okay, hello, COVID, are you there? Are you coming for me? I, am I, am I, am I grossly exaggerating what this experience is going to be like? Am I irrational? Hello? <laughs> like I, I, I don't know how I feel anymore. Honestly, I don't know how I feel anymore. <laughs> I kind of wish, I don't know what country it was that some country decided to not call COVID COVID anymore, but to, to just say it's a flu now. And it's like, there was a lot of people speaking that way in the beginning of the pandemic that were so ridiculed and, oh my God, and, you know, totally people got canceled for, for downplaying, right, the, the symptoms and the effect of the, of the pandemic. I've seen people just on social media and online say um, they had COVID, they feel fine, you know, um, they were sick for one or two days, and here's like the supplements they took get completely trashed online from people saying like, why are you downplaying it? Why are you making it? Uh, why are you making it look better than it is? Why are you saying supplements can make a difference? It's like, like, I, I, I just I mean, everyone has their own viewpoint on this, obviously. And obviously, this pandemic is horrible, has ruined the entire fucking world. So many lives have been lost. So many people's people's lives have been ruined. It's horrible, right? We, we, I think we can all agree, like it fucking sucks. And it's also so sad and so terrible how it, it really feels like there are 
it's so unexpected who suffers really severely and who doesn't, right? But I also think it needs to be okay to share like what people have been doing to feel better and also to share when people are having experiences that aren't life-threatening, that aren't terrible, that are okay. Like I would, for me at least, just as as a semi-anxious person, it makes me feel better having friends that have had COVID who are fine, who said it wasn't a big deal. The more people I know who've had it that felt like it wasn't a big deal, the better I feel, right? The calmer I feel, the more my nervous system can relax. And it doesn't mean that that you're being insensitive to people who have lost someone. It just means that this virus hits people in different ways. And it's not just one thing. It doesn't have to only be this scary, terrible thing. And I think now with this new variant, it's just every single person is going to get it. And it doesn't seem, at least here, and I don't want to speak globally. I, I'm obviously, obviously not a doctor, obviously not an expert, But at least here, the numbers in the ICU are really low. It doesn't seem like people are are getting severe, scary symptoms at the rate of, of last year, right? One of the schools here I just read, there's like 60 people are out or 60% of all the people, kids and teachers are are out because of because of COVID. And not a single one is 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 having anything severe, right? So it's just like I kind of I would, I would appreciate if this could just become the winter flu, right? The same way we talk about the winter flu, the same way it's like, this is the, even if it's reoccurring and it, you have the upswings and the downswings and for eventually this to become something more calmly permanent versus the panicking, panicly, <laughs> the panic pandemic that we are, that we've been witnessing over the past few years. And <laughs> and I don't know, for me now, honestly, and this is this was, this was kind of a wake-up call, one of the things that I started started feeling a little bit nervous about was, okay, well, well, I don't want anyone to tell me I did something wrong, right? Like I don't want, I, I have to, I, I don't want someone to say I, yeah, I did the wrong thing, or I shouldn't have said that, or um, shouldn't have like, like received a food delivery at the door or, you know, like, like I'm not in contact with anybody. I'm following a hundred percent of all the rules, right? I haven't broken a single rule, but I find myself even more like scared to follow regulations almost to like a bizarre level just because I'm terrified someone's going to try to cancel me for doing something wrong around COVID. Everything is so sensitive. Everything is so intense I shared a post just yesterday. I shared a post. I had a, and I so rarely do this and it's so fun for me to do this. I really enjoy and appreciate doing it when it's genuine and feels really good. But I had a, I had a paid collaboration on Instagram where I worked together with a brand to market something, which you'd like, you know, like I have some affiliate programs and things I do where I have sought out companies or brands that I really, really use in my day-to-day all the time, which is not the same as for me really committing to a to, to a product in that way. And I was working with this really amazing probiotic company that is founded by the father of one of my best friends. So I've literally been taking this probiotic on and off since I was 15 years old. It's like a family company. It's a Swedish company. It's so, so good, like so legit. And just for me taking a probiotic every day, like I've done that forever. 
So anyway, this little post that I did, which was so felt so good and was so sweet and so true, it was just me sharing some things I do to support my health, right? Super basic. And I'm talking about really foundational stuff, like getting daylight first thing in the morning for your circadian rhythm, um, like drinking and hydrating all throughout the day, uh, moving your body and really sweating at some point every day. Um, spending time in nature to help regulate your nervous system and really stress. I mean, I'm just sharing things that I do, right, to support my health. And there were so many people upset. I mean, several people writing me that how can I talk about these things as if as if I'm somehow trying to tell people, if you go meditate in nature, you're not going to get sick from COVID. And I go, I, I haven't even mentioned COVID. And this post is not about this one virus. This, you know, it's like you can't even have a conversation around just foundational health anymore without it being a triggering topic. And it scares me a little bit. You know, it, it really, really, really does for me to, to, to say, go outside and breathe fresh air. And here's a probiotic that I really genuinely take every day. That's, that's proven to be really good for your gut. And you know, supporting your gut actually supports your immune system. Like that's scientifically proven. Like there's 150 studies just for this one probiotic that I use. It's not just this woo-woo thing even, but it could be woo-woo. I could be sharing something super woo-woo, super unproven. That's just, here's something I do that helps me feel better, right? And it doesn't really matter in this climate what you say, but as soon as you speak about health, it's it's, it's, it becomes this point of contention with people. And I really had folks wanting to start like a fight in my DMs and in my comment sections about, yeah, making this about, about this pandemic only. And who am I to tell people to go meditate in nature? You know, well, who, who am I not to tell people to go meditate in nature? Have you tried it? Not saying that it's going to cure some disease. I'm not stupid. I would never in a million years say that or believe that. Like, come on. You know, but why are we not speaking more about the constructive, helpful things that we can do and incorporate into our day-to-day lives that just make us feel better overall, right? I think, I think it's good for us to just broaden our perspectives a little bit and start looking at ourselves as one whole being, that it's not just us versus this virus, but, you know, Maybe the more time I spend obsessively reading the news or looking at how many cases are in my local area or scrolling on Instagram, or maybe that is elevating my stress levels all throughout the day. And I'm in this kind of fight or flight all the time because I'm panicking about all this stuff. When reality is like, I don't have that, that I don't have this viral infection right now. I, I, I don't have it. But I'm making myself by engaging with all of this stuff and staying in that vibration. It makes it harder for me to soften. It makes it harder to relax. It makes it harder to have a good night's sleep. And all of those things, of course, affect our well-being, of course, affects our health. And I think just supporting our own well-being right now, it's the most important thing we can do. And not saying that do this or do that and then you won't get sick if you get COVID. Like that's not, a, that doesn't have to be even a part of it, right? But just looking at ourselves as one whole organism where our hearts are connected to our bodies and our minds are involved and our souls are involved too. 
So how we feel spiritually is going to affect how we feel physically and how we feel physically is going to affect how we feel mentally and that's going to affect how we feel emotionally. And all of these things are intertwined and all of them matter. And anything that we're doing to just support that level of well-being right now is good, right? And if for me that's meditating in nature, well, good for me, <laughs> right? Like, do we really have to fight about that? Like, if that's for you something totally different that I would never do because it's not for me, I would never go on some rant on social media to, to be upset with you about that. Like, you know what works for you, right? And we can source inspiration online and feel motivated. And, and if we're not, and if it's just triggering us and making us feel worse and makes us more upset, then maybe we should engage less in those kinds of things, and be less present on those platforms. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. I feel also, you know, like sometimes I feel like I... I don't want to talk about the things I do for my health because people get triggered and, and I don't really fully understand the why of that, right? We all have our own journeys and what I do for me, you know, which now it's like I'm doing this protocol for the mycotoxin levels in my body, which involves a lot of stuff. I had someone say, like, I, like it is a great example. I had I ha I took a picture of like my supplement shelf, like just and for me supplements it's like a mix of herbs, just it's it's things sourced from nature, just really organic, wholesome, natural things. It's superfoods, things I put in my smoothies, um, some things that I've grown myself or that my friends grow that I use. Um, it's vitamins, it's minerals, it's a probiotic. Yes, um, I take some liposomal things, which is like the liquid form of certain kinds of supplements. And, you know, I have things that work for me. I don't take everything all the time, but I have things like if I'm feeling like if I have that feeling like, oh, I've had a lot of water today, but I'm still thirsty, then I'll add some electrolytes to my water. Like that to me is not a big deal. You know, if I feel like <laughs> if my husband has COVID <laughs> actively, I'm going to load up on supplements that I know helps me support my immunity, things I normally take if I feel like I have something coming on so that I don't get the thing that is coming on. And I know what works for me because I have that experience with those things for my own body. So anyway, I shared a photo of my supplement shelf feeling really good, like just feeling really supported, feeling, yeah. And then someone goes, wow, you've built a shrine to sickness. And I go, oh my God. Like I, that the fact that, that, that you would look at that and see that where for me, I am seeing health, I'm seeing overcoming something really toxic that I lived with for a long time. I'm seeing things that help me sleep better at night, you know, things that give me more energy, that hydrate me, that replenish me, like things I carefully choose to take care of myself, right? That's what it is for me. And so that person's like a shrine to sickness. It's like, ooh, well, that's not... That's not how I live my life at all, right? And I think you look at most 
you know, regular people's medicine cabinets and just all the pharmaceuticals and drugs that are in there that aren't sourced usually in a natural way that are um, further from something that you would grow in your own garden, right? That's normal. That's totally normal. Like we're all in this cycle of just born into that. Like I have been on pharmaceuticals since I was, since I was tiny, right? I've been on different sets of asthma medication and um, steroids and all sorts of stuff that I've literally, my system has been dependent on since I was three because I had such severe, um, I had, you know, chronic asthma that they said, I would, I will never be rid of this for the rest of my life. I will need to have an inhaler in my pocket everywhere I go. And anytime I can have an asthma attack and I have to go to the hospital, you know, that's not my reality anymore. And I don't even like to speak the words, I have asthma, like I'm making it a part of my identity. Sometimes I experience asthmatic symptoms, sometimes, super rarely. But sometimes those energies come my way. Sometimes like I go for a run in this really cold, dry weather. Sometimes I need to use my inhaler. Yeah. But I want to move away from the I have or I am, you know, as if it's this permanent thing that's a part of me. I, I don't think so. I've had years of my life where for over a whole entire year, I haven't had to use a single medication for that asthma. So I know it's not permanent. It's not chronic for me, right? But it's also moving in cycles and it's super tight. It's more tied to my emotions and my stress levels than anything else, right? But it's just interesting to me how, it's interesting to me how hard of a topic this is. And I would love to see more joy around speaking about the possibilities for health, right? How amazing these little things we can do for our health every day, like spending more time outside, like having mindful, dedicated time spent in nature can actually improve our health. Like that is, that is true. I know it's true because I feel it's true. I, I, and I think... I think assuming that that anything that sounds like it's a little bit woo-woo, like that's just bullshit and not true, like that's such a sad way of looking at life. And I think if we intuitively feel drawn to something different or to a new modality or a new practice or something else, then it's worth exploring, right? And the only way we're ever going to know if something works for us is to try it. And to do our own research about it and do our own reading about it and ask for our own advice. And of course, talk to our healthcare provider, whether that's a holistic healthcare provider or a functional medicine doctor or an MD or all of the above, that we find the advice from sources that we trust so that we feel good with the things that we are doing for our own health. And this is my journey. My journey right now is <laughs> sitting in my infrared sauna, which is I mean, for me, life-changing, holy shit, sitting in that infrared sauna, sweating for an hour, just profusely sweating, just like my sauna blanket, but now I have an actual <laughs> little corner I can go to every day. And the reason I do that, right, the reason I return to that is because I feel it in my bones, right? I come out of that sauna and it's like I'm high, like it's, it's, uh, the first thing I did, the first thing I said, no, Dennis has COVID. I'm like, okay, I, I'm going to, I need to go in the sauna today. 
And I even had that feeling. <laughs> Mikhail and I said, well, if we don't get it, you think it's because we were in the infrared for so long? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> and of course, we say it with like a grain of salt. You know, we have some sarcasm. We, we're very in touch with like the ridiculousness of the things that we do also, right? I'm not, I don't take myself that seriously. I can laugh at myself. I can't, I can't, you, you know, I can't, shit. But I think, <laughs> I think we all are deserving of feeling really good. And we are all deserving of doing that our way and not having to apologize for it. And also not having to get sucked into that lower energy of, of the drama, you know? Or trying to cancel someone for doing something their way or doing something that you don't appreciate in that way. Like you focus on your own stuff, right? I mean, that's the best thing we can do is to shift our awareness from all the drama out there and bring it all the way back home to ourselves because there's a voice in there that knows what we need. It does, it does, it does. And I don't know, for me that, moment to meditate outside in the woods my daily hug with my favorite tree it improves my health I swear I swear hugging that tree every day supports my immune system it supports my health I and I know it and I can say that feeling so convinced about that because I feel it in my body right? And you can laugh at that and think that that's silly or maybe you feel like whoa maybe I should try that too well, well try it try it try it. <laughs> Can we all just meet in the forest? How sweet would that be? Everyone hugs a tree and then we hug each other. I was, I know I have to wrap up this podcast. It's getting long, but I had this, um, I had this, just this vision the other day of, I wonder when or if we will get to a point that feels like the after, you know, and I don't think it's going to be this like after pandemic, it's going to be this abrupt ending, right? Maybe we are in the energies of the after now, maybe this place of just it being everywhere, but a lot of people being really okay and healing quickly, and it being becoming something that's a little bit more, yeah, less escalated, less scary. Maybe this moment here of me sitting here talking to you and Dennis lying in the guest house, maybe that's part of the energetics of what is already becoming the after. Oh, how fucking good would that be? Maybe we just need to decide. Can we just say it's over now, <laughs> S says I about to get it for the first time. <laughs> oh my God. I am delirious. I am tired. Maybe, maybe it's the COVID speaking. Maybe it's not. But um, all I know is I will keep you updated. I, I definitely, definitely will. And, uh, and I'll keep you updated on Dennis if anyone is worried. I, I feel... Yeah, I need to go just give him a hug. I didn't say, I didn't finish the story about his music. I got caught off track. Okay, so the two songs, maybe you can add them to your own library for when slash if you ever get sick. His two songs are Bohemian Rhapsody by Queen and Creep by Radiohead. 
And whenever he gets sick, he turns the speakers on to max volume <laughs> and he just wails the songs. <laughs> and he wallows in this little pit of mama. Ooh. <laughs> and I don't know if the fact that I haven't heard that song yet today is a bad sign. Maybe it is. Okay, I'm going to go check on my husband now. I love you wherever you are on this journey. Just wherever you are, I hope you're safe and that and that you take good care of yourself. Hmm. You know, because just that is an act of love. Hugging that tree is an act of love. Taking that multivitamin every day is an act of love. And I know you and I know you're doing a lot of loving things for yourself. So just keep doing that. Stay with the love. I appreciate you so much and um, I'll be back next week. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode. If you enjoy the show, please listen, rate, review, and follow all episodes of the Yoga Girl podcast, Conversations from the Heart. Available now for free on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Odyssey, and wherever you normally get your shows. And of course, a big thanks to my sponsors. Make sure you support them the way they support this podcast. This was a presentation of Cadence 13 Studio, and I'll see you next week.